G'day and welcome to Is It Relevant Today? Right here on Faith FM. I'm your host, Marius Jigel, and on this show we're examining biblical concepts and ideas and asking ourselves the important question, Is It Relevant Today? Or is it as outdated and ridiculous as this cold winter we're having here in Victoria that just doesn't seem to end? Over the next few weeks, we will look into a topic that has many baffled. We have discovered that the Bible is no ordinary book and that it was inspired of God Himself, something which can easily be verified by examining the over 1,800 prophecies found in it. However, this leads us to a huge problem, an apparent inconsistency in what the Bible teaches and what we observe in the world today. This very morning I received the horrible news that one of my good friends, Danilo, who even lived in our house for a while, was killed in a car accident at the age of 29. Danilo radiated joy and love to everyone he knew. He was an awesome friend and an amazing man, and today he's gone. Why, God? Why did you allow this to happen? We will look into this question just after these songs. Before the throne of God above I have a strong and perfect plea A great high priest whose name is love Whoever lives and pleads for me My name is graven on his hands My name is written on his heart I know that while in heaven he stands No tongue can bid me thence depart When Satan tempts me to despair And tells me of my guilt within Upward I look and see him there Who made an end of all my sin Because the sinless Savior died My sinful soul is counted free For God the just is satisfied To look on Him and pardon me Behold Him there, the risen Lamb My perfect, spotless righteousness The great unchangeable I am The King of glory and of grace One with Himself I cannot die My soul is purchased by His blood My life is hid with Christ on high With Christ my Savior and my Christ on high, with Christ my Savior and my God. Great is thy faith. 
faithfulness, O God, my Father. There is no shadow of turning with Thee. Thou changest not Thy compassions, they fail not. As Thou hast been, Thou forever will be. faithfulness morning by morning new mercies I see and all I have needed thy hands have provided great is thy faithfulness Lord unto Welcome back to Is It Relevant Today? I'm Maris Jigao, and today we're looking into what many consider one of the toughest questions Christians are ever asked. Why do good people die? Why did my good friend Danilo die yesterday in the prime of his life? He was one of the good guys. But more than that, why are so many horrible things happening in this world? On average, every three and a half seconds, someone dies of hunger or starvation-related complications. That's over a thousand people every hour. Where is God to those people? I've heard of horrible stories of child slavery and abuse, ethnic cleansing and torture. Why is this going on? Why is God not doing something about it? There has to be an answer to this. The Bible talks about a God who is loving and all-powerful. I'm a father myself, and if I knew that my child was being sold into slavery and I could do something about it, I most certainly would. Epicurus was a Greek philosopher that lived between 341 and 270 BC. He was a prolific writer and gave us a quote which is very relevant to our discussion today. He wrote, Is God willing to prevent evil but is not able? Then he's not omnipotent. 
Is he able but not willing? Then he's not malevolent. Is he both able and willing? Then where does evil come from? Is he neither able nor willing? Then why call him God? So which one is it? Is God not able to do anything? Or does he just not care? We will find out just after these songs. Would you be free from the burden of sin? There's power in the blood. Would you or evil a victory win? There's power in the blood. There's power in the blood. There is power, power, wonder-working power. In the blood of the Lamb There is power, power, wonder-working power In the precious blood of the Lamb Would you be free from your passion and pride? There's power in the blood For a cleansing to Calvary's tide There's power in the blood There's power in the blood There's power in the blood There's power in the blood
sheep and the Lord is my shepherd Watching over my soul My soul to keep guarding over me ever Watching wherever I go And when the winds blow He is my shelter When I'm lost and alone He rescues me And when the lion comes He is my victory Constantly watching over me He is constantly watching over me His children, and He is our Father, watching over our soul. Great is His love for His sons and His daughters, watching wherever we go. And when the When I'm lost and alone, He rescues me. When the lion comes, He is my victory, constantly watching over me. He is constantly watching over me. When the Stand alone, he rescues me. When the lion comes, he is my victory, constantly watching over me. He is constantly watching over me. Welcome back to Is It Relevant Today, right here on Faith FM. I'm Marius Chigao, and today we're looking at the prevalence of evil in the world, and we're asking the question, why doesn't God prevent bad things from happening? My good friend Danilo died yesterday at the age of 29 in a car accident. Why did God allow this? Why is there so much pain and suffering in the world today? The first thing to consider when we're looking at this question is, Where does evil come from? Are the horrible things that we're observing on the news each night things that God did? In Matthew chapter 13 verses 24 to 30, we have the parable of the wheat and the tares. If you'd like to review these verses or any that are used on the show today, please go to our Facebook page, Is It Relevant Today? Matthew 13, 24 to 30 reads, Jesus told them another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like a man who sowed good seed in his field. But while everyone was sleeping, his enemy came and sowed weeds among the wheat and went away. When the wheat sprouted and formed heads, the weeds also appeared. 
the owner's servants came to him and said, Sir, didn't you sow good seed in your fields? Where did the weeds come from? An enemy did this, he replied. The servants asked him, Do you want us to go and pull them up? No, he answered, because while you're pulling up the weeds, you may uproot the wheat with them. Let both grow together until the harvest. At that time, I will tell the harvesters, first collect the weeds and tie them in bundles to be burnt, and gather the wheat and bring it into my barn. In this parable, the man who sowed good seed represents God. The wheat represents those who do God's will, and the weeds those who do not. We find in verse 27 that the servants came up to God and said, Sir, didn't you sow good seed in your field? Where then did the weeds come from? You can almost hear the accusation in their voice, similar to the accusation that many in the world today put forward against God. Why did God allow this? Why did God do this? You'll notice that in the parable, God does not accept any responsibility for the existence of weeds in his field. In fact, he replies in verse 28 saying, An enemy has done this. Essentially what God is saying is that this isn't something that I did. This was the work of my enemy. After these songs, we'll look more into this enemy of God and how he is responsible for the weeds in the field. Took the fall 
Cleanse thee 
just as I am, though tossed above with many a conflict, many a doubt, fightings and fears within, without all broke out in heaven. Michael and his angels fought with the dragon, and the dragon and his angels fought, but they did not prevail, nor was a place found for them in heaven any longer. So the great dragon was cast out, that serpent of old called the devil and Satan, who deceives the whole world. He was cast to the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. That was Revelation chapter 12, verses 7 to 9. Here we discover that before sin or the existence of evil was to be found on this earth, there was a war in heaven. We are told that Michael and his angels fought. The name Michael means who is like God and in the Bible is often used to represent Jesus. So Jesus and his angels fought with the dragon. But who is this dragon? Was it a fire-breathing monster like we see in medieval films? No, if we continue to read, we find that the dragon represents the devil and Satan. So Jesus and his angels fought with Satan and the angels he had deceived. But we are told that Satan did not prevail. Essentially, he lost and was thrown out of heaven. But what led to this fight? We'll find out just after these songs.
feel the contradiction from the start. He came, he saw, he surrendered all, so that we might be born again. And the fact of his humanity was there for all to see, for he was unlike any other man, and yet so much like me. He saw, he surrendered all So that we might be born again And the fact of his humanity Was there for all to see For he was unlike any other man And yet so much like me Welcome back to Is It Relevant Today, right here on Faith FM. I'm Marius Chigau, and today we're looking at the prevalence of evil in our world. And why does God allow horrible things like the death of my friend yesterday? We found out that in the Bible, God himself claims that he is not responsible and that this is the work of his enemy. We've also discovered that there was a heavenly battle between Jesus and the devil, and the devil lost and was cast out of heaven to this earth. And we're now asking, what led to this battle? How does a battle such as this even begin in a perfect environment? We find a key to answering this question in Isaiah chapter 14, verses 12 to 14. Feel free to review these verses on our Facebook page, Is It Relevant Today? This passage is often titled, The Fall of Lucifer, which was Satan's name before he was cast out of heaven. This passage reads, How you are fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning! How you are cut to the ground, you who weaken the nation! For you have said in your heart, I will ascend into heaven, I will exalt my throne above the stars of God, I will also sit on the mount of congregation on the farthest side of the north, I will ascend above the heights of the clouds, I will be like the Most High. Many people state that Lucifer had an eye problem. Notice what he says, I will ascend to heaven, I will exalt my throne, I will also sit on the mount, I will ascend above the heights, I will be like the Most High. I find these passages to be a window into the character of the enemy. You can count on one hand the number of passages in the Bible that reveal Satan's character, and this is one of them. You can see that he's looking out only for himself. You can see that he was proud and had a selfish character. I will be like God. Me, me, me. This is the character of the satanic government. However, God's character and government is exactly the opposite. God says, I will give up my life in the most horrible and excruciating way to save you. It is interesting that the word excruciating comes from the cross. It literally means out of the cross. God did not choose to say, I am more important. I am God. I will do what I want. But rather, I will give up my life for you, even if it'll be excruciating. 
This speaks volumes about the character and government of God. It tells us that God's government is exactly the opposite to Satan's government and that it is founded on selflessness. But how did Lucifer become selfish? Isn't God responsible for creating the devil? To answer this, we need to look at another one of those passages that speak about the enemy. It's found in Ezekiel chapter 28 verses 14 to 15 and reads, You were the anointed cherub who covers. I established you. You were on the holy mountain of God. You walked back and forth in the midst of fiery stones. You were perfect in all of your ways from the day you were created till iniquity was found in you. Here we find out that Lucifer was perfect in all his ways from the day he was created. You can almost hear the echo of Matthew 13:28, where God is saying that an enemy has done this. I have not planted bad seed. I have not created evil people or evil angels. This is not my doing. This is the result of my enemy. Here we are told that Lucifer was perfect until iniquity was found in him. Iniquity simply means sin. So Lucifer was perfect until sin was found in him. But this begs the question, where did this sin come from? Why was it found in Lucifer and how did it get there? And why did God allow it to develop? We will answer all of these questions on our next show. But for now, thanks for listening. And don't forget to visit our Facebook page, Is It Relevant Today? And give us a big thumbs up and be sure to tune in next week at the same time. I'm Marius Jigau. God bless and I hope you have a magnificent day. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise Him all creatures here below. Praise Him above ye heavenly host Praise Father, Son, and Holy Ghost Praise God from whom all blessings Sings flow, praise him, all creatures here below. Praise him above the heavenly host. Praise Father, Son, and Holy Ghost.
been listening to is it relevant today if you have any questions or comments please leave them on our facebook page is it relevant today but for now thanks for listening and we look forward to seeing you next week i love to tell the story twill be my theme in glory to tell the old old story Of Jesus and His love